Welcome to episode 29 of Defonce Talks Metal. Uh, I have Johnny Crowder, who is the vocalist of Prison and the owner of Cope Notes with me today. Johnny, how are you? How you been? I am relieved that your dog has a comfortable place to sit <laughs> on that and her, couch. And her favorite soccer ball, the Bucky's one. <laughs> she tears through them. I can't give her, I, I can't even give her to soccer balls anymore because she just literally punctures them like right away. She goes ape shit, man. It's hilarious. My sister just got a dog and um, all this thing will do, her name is Pepperoni Pizza, by the way. Okay, that's incredible. Oh, and wow, uh, she will burrow in the back of the couch cushions and start barking at herself. Like, I don't know what, what the couch is, but it's definitely like a nemesis of hers. Wow. <laughs> that's fucking um, hilarious. Will, when we go to, when I go to human heaven and dog heaven happens to be next door, I'll walk on over and ask her what the hell. Oh. <laughs> so what were you doing? <laughs> the one thing I could, I, I wish is for one day just one day for like 10 minutes dogs can talk just give me like 10 minutes so we can just find out what they're really thinking <laughs> half of me thinks it would be super profound like world changing stuff like what if organized society in this way and half of it thinks half of me thinks it would just be like licking my nuts, licking my nuts. <laughs> it would totally be that literally so anyway, what what have you been up to this year during the whole pandemic? This is all new for everybody. This is something that we, I guess we never thought would ever happen, right? And here we are now. It seems like you've been staying busy, which is awesome. Cope Notes has taken off, which is great. Um, yeah, when you, when you run a business, you never run out of stuff to do. That's, that's true. Never, that's never a, an issue. The issue becomes... Am I doing too much of this one thing that it's becoming unhealthy? So okay. yeah, I'm trying to, I think, you know, normally when we're touring, uh -huh. I'm on tour half the year and then I'm running Copenhagen's full-time half the year. So it feels nice and balanced, Yeah. but without being on tour, I am running Copenhagen's like 24, seven day and night. And it creates, um, it's, you can get just as burnt out running a business as you can on tour. So I'm trying to be oh, a little yeah. more conscious of um doing stuff that's just for fun like tomorrow morning mm -hmm. i'm going to dupont registry which is like a super legit car show where they have like crazy highline like multi-million dollar cars like bugatti and pagani i've been seeing you like post about cars recently <laughs> it's like my escape it's is it that's cool man attention to that doesn't have to do with work or saving the world and i yeah really... hold on look at this yeah so what do you got I have, uh, I always tell people I have, uh, when people say, what do you have? I say, I have actually a small fleet. So I have a, I have a couple. Oh, dude. I used to collect model cars when I was younger. So, oh, oh the, holy shit, dude. Did they come already built? Uh, so or are there ones you can buy that you can build? I'm so assuming, this right? One I have to build, they're all gifts uh, from my sister, actually. Oh, um, awesome. So this one I built, the rest of them came pre-built. I have a McLaren P1 over there. Oh, wow. Ferrari 458, and then this is a Lamborghini Aventador. That's awesome. But, dude, what people don't understand is, like, I bet half the music industry had to figure out what they like this year. For sure. I only think 
as far as like, well, I like music and that's enough. Yeah. Now, without music, we have to be like, oh crap, what are my other what interests? Are, yeah. What else do I like? <laughs> like, do I have an, do I have a hobby? You do know? I have a personality? Oh Am yeah. I or even that, because you're so sucked into your job or your band or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You're just so full in it because it just, because it never stops, right? You're just yeah. like constantly going, all right, we got to write a record. Or if you're an agent, you're a manager or whatever, you're like booking tours, manager, you know, it's just like not nonstop until Christmas. <laughs> no lie. Even this year. So uh, Cooper and I have been writing a ton this year. Yeah. And My the dude. music written sounds nothing like anything we've ever released. Really? And it is, it makes me realize we were only trying to write like part two of whatever we just wrote From until last, this year. I got like, you. Whenever we write a record, we're like, what's the follow-up to that? What's the follow-up to that? We're thinking very linear, linearly. Yeah. But this year, because we were like pulled out of the music world and yeah. we were off to our own devices, we were able to write music that we wanted to write. Like kind yeah. of in a, and it brought out such a different sound. That's amazing. Does Austin write most of it? Like, do you guys all have some sort of say in like the music? Like, do you guys put all put your like your two cents in? So Cooper and I split the music 50-50. Oh. Because um, I play guitar, just okay. not nearly as well as he does. All right. Yeah, I had no idea you play guitar. That's crazy. Yeah, I, That's have, awesome. I have a bunch of guitars up here and over here that you guys can't see. What? Um, I, I did not I know this about you. For, 20 years since i was eight years old get out really oh yeah i do mostly like uh finger style acoustic like folk classical kind of stuff. okay yeah but i have a couple electric guitars here and um i write most of the riffs that i write though like probably any prison riff that like gets stuck in your head is something that i wrote like this i'll pick up my phone <laughs> and i'll be like in the shower or pooping or something and i'll be like ooh bound a gown a bound and you send it to austin house and we will actually work through it and i'm i'm not even joking i'm watching him play guitar and i'm like move your finger here and i physically move your finger to try to communicate he's like a wizard without him oh, man, I, no. no way any of my ideas would come to life yeah he is man austin i i knew i remember i met him when he was 15 yep had to be i had to be 15. i was working at media scare or whatever and then but uh, yeah like that was like that time i was at media scare for like two years and um and then i quit but yeah i mean i remember um who was it it was the guitarist from hundredth that found adalia that discovered mm -hmm. them right i think they played together or something in florida and then he oh, was yeah. like, yo, this band Adalia. And I remember hearing the EP and just being like, oh, dude, this is really good. It was like, that was like the one band I was like, man, I wish they would just, even as they got older, I was like, man, the one, everyone says it too. It's like the one, the, one of the underrated bands, you know, but dude, Austin's a genius, bro. He's, Period. And I can't he's even a sweetheart for half of the music that prison has written because my ideas can start out pretty elementary. Like I'll have half or three quarters of a riff finished uh -huh. out in my head. And then when he actually tracks it, he puts that Cooper stink on it. Yeah, he does, way man. Way better than I could have done. 
Yeah. No, he's great, dude. The band is awesome. I mean, like, when I heard the band come together, I was like, that's a fucking lineup right there. There it is. And then when I saw, um, I remember the last time I saw you guys, was it, it was that Slaughter to Prevail tour with Body Snatcher? Oh, yeah. yeah, in Austin. And I was just blown away. I was, like, really just blown away how good the band sounds, for one, and how tight the band is, but also, like, your stage presence and how you interact with the crowd. And you're very, you know, very vocal. You're very in everyone's face and just, like, but getting everyone going, you know what I'm saying? And just bringing like a really good vibe to the room. And it just made, I couldn't like stop smiling because I was just like, this is great. This is so, you know, it is fantastic. It's I just, never really got to fully do that in Dark Sermon. I was too busy trying to be tough and. Yeah, that was a completely different band. It's like with prison, I'm smiling on stage the whole time. Like dancing. You are. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more fun that way. A lot. It feels good. It was like definitely a great show, and I just was like, "Yeah, this this band is fucking great." There it is. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> but the new song is great too. So, like your newer stuff that you're writing is even different from that. Just like completely different, or not completely? Much, it's much different. Dude, the the song that just came out was kind of an outlier. We didn't know where yeah. to put it because it sounded so different from still yeah. live, but it sounds so different from the stuff that we're gonna release. Yeah. And that's what makes it perfect for like an in-between release single thing. And it was then a good idea then. Yeah. It turns out people liked it way more than we thought. We thought it was going to be like 50-50 people crapping on it. But really? in one month, that song, I know streams aren't everything, but in one yeah, month, but it shows you on Spotify than You and Me and the Devil had in a year. What? I don't know. People just seem to really dig it. Yeah, so, I listened to it again today, and I was like, this is really fucking good. And then I jammed the record again. So I haven't listened to it in a few months, and I was like, yeah. But the new, yeah, no, I loved it. But that's crazy. So definitely, damn, you guys thought it was going to be 50-50. When I first heard it, I was like, this is a good prison song. They wrote a good song. This is good. I like this. That's so awesome. I, I think the other guys were a little more confident than I was with the song because I can <clears throat> overanalyze. I like yeah. ask people. I will analyze something to death. And I think uh, both Cooper and Truck are really good about being like, just drop it and yeah. don't worry about it. People yeah. like what you like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. I'm glad. Who um who was behind starting prison? I never asked any I never even asked Austin or Truck or even you. I I don't even know like who was like the I guess the brains behind starting this band. So <laughs> the real story is I've asked Cooper to be in like a hundred different types of bands with me. <laughs> no, 99 times. This is the one time he said yes. And originally this was like back in 2014, Adele was touring full-time and signed. Mm -hmm. was signed and touring full-time. So we couldn't really do an actual, another band. Yeah. yeah no time. Um, but I talked to Cooper and I was like, man, I want to write music that's different from what Dark Sermon could get away with writing. And he was like, well, I want to do that, but that's different enough from what Adele is writing. Yeah. So just met up and tracked a couple songs to see. It was uh, this song called Dead Meat that's on NGRI. And then mm -hmm. a song called Allegiance to Pain, which we actually pulled offline for we reasons that we might talk about on this call or might not. Yeah. And we just put them out online with no 
we didn't have a Facebook. Uh, we didn't have members listed or anything. We just put them out on Bandcamp. No Spotify or Apple Music. Oh, or I do remember that, actually. And those songs got like tens of thousands of plays from people sharing them just in a, in a very short period of time. And yeah. we were like, well, that's pretty cool. And we'll write some more music. But we never planned on taking it full time until yeah. um, Dark Sermon kind of petered out, basically. Uh -huh when we fulfilled our um, contract with E1, half the members were like, I want to have a girlfriend and an apartment and a life. Yeah. Uh, so they, they were kinda, just not about it anymore. And then at the same time, uh, dark or yeah, that happened with dark sermon. And then at the same time, a similar thing was happening with Adalia. So yeah, Cooper and I met up and we were like, do we actually want to try to do this? Because if we don't do this, we won't be able to do music anymore. So yeah. it was kind of like a lot of people think we left Adalia in prison to start or Adalia and Dark Sermon to start prison. But yeah, we but it wasn't that way. Went to prison because our current bands broke up, but we still wanted to do music. Yeah. That's rad. That is really rad, actually. Yeah, I was like upset when like Adalia, even Dark Sermon, I love the last Dark Sermon record. And the last Adalia record too. And I was just like, I mean, I was definitely more attached to Adalia. I love that. I love like that style, like metalcore. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, I mean, look at the shirt, right? Metalcore nerds, Sean, <laughs> Sean Mott, metalcore nerds. Thank Check God, out metalcore nerds podcast. <laughs> um, I, um, that's what I like really grew up on metalcore. So I guess it's like my number, my number one love music, but what, what I guess, how was like, I don't know, like the transition from going from a band like Dark Sermon to a band like Prison? So a lot has changed with you over yeah. the years, obviously for the better. And I could tell the difference and it's definitely. great. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But how was that transition? Was it like a weird thing for you? Or I don't, I don't know how to ask this question, <laughs> yeah. but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's uh, if anyone has seen Dark Sermon and Prison, mm -hmm. there were so many people who saw Prison live mm -hmm. and didn't know that I was the guy from Dark Sermon. Yeah, and you did have long hair and stuff too. That <laughs> yeah, like but weight. even yeah, you lost yeah. Please cut my hair. Your but vocals are different too, obviously. Yeah, my demeanor mm -hmm. was completely different, and I think the biggest thing that it changed. Was. In Dark Sermon, I really wanted to be like accepted. I wanted Dark Sermon to be part of like that top tier of like heavy bands where yeah. you get but, you're kind of invited to the cool kids table. I get what you're saying. And with prison, I kind of went into it thinking like, well, I tried that and it didn't work. So let's just do what we've always wanted to do in music. Yeah. With worrying about who we're impressing and who we're not. And as a result, we have way more fun with it. So in Dark Sermon, I would feel nervous before um I would feel like nervous before a show, or I would feel apprehensive, or I would need to calm myself down. But in prison, I'm like, let me out there. That's yeah. my on stage. So Big my difference. approach has changed for sure. Yeah. It's just the pressure is gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell when you're on – I mean, you could tell that you're stoked to be on stage during prison. I mean, it's real obvious. I mean, the whole band, though, too. Like, not just yourself, but, like, the other guys are fucking 
about it. You know what I'm saying? I I get, what's that? There was this post that I made uh, of a photo. It was a photo from one of our very first tours, like our second or third tour. Yeah. Uh, prison. And it was me jumping at the same time as Cooper. We were both like in the air with our legs up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the caption distinctly. It said, your band may be bigger than mine, but I'm having more fun than you. Yeah. And that's awesome. Once when I saw that photo, that's what I realized. Like, wow, my old band, all I wanted to do was to fit in. And now with prison, all I want to do is like have fun and have people leave the show feeling better than when they came. Yeah, I definitely did. It definitely put me in a great mood. I was even like telling like, you know, before we started, doing this stream right now we we're talking about joe from fit for an autopsy you know how he streams mm -hmm. like i was even telling him during that stream i was like laying in bed i was just like not in a good mood that day feeling down and then he started streaming and i started watching his stream and he was doing like a vocal stream like he was covering songs he like covered bashy boys he's such a good vocalist that dude <laughs> and uh it just like put me in such a great mood and i'm like that was amazing that's just like how I like I felt when I saw you guys at that show. Even Body Snatcher, because I've been friends with. Whenever I see Chris and stuff, I'm like always so happy because I go way back with Chris, you know, oh, and yeah. I go way back with Austin, and even you know, Truck I've known for a while as well. Yeah, <clears throat> and you. I mean, I know you. I guess I know you a bit better now in this band. I didn't really know you too well. I didn't. I don't know. Did I? I saw a Dark Sermon. I think once. Dude, I wasn't even. Oh, I don't I, think we really knew each other then. I wasn't even really open to meeting people. Like, I mean, maybe yeah. the dark sermon I was kind of opening up, but you got to realize yeah. active suicide attempts, disordered eating, self-harm, yeah. schizophrenia, bipolar, OCD, PTSD. You pile all of that onto an individual. It's a lot, then, man. And then they go out into the world and have to meet hundreds of people every day and touch money and, and skip meals and sleep in a van. Like I was a curmudgeon yeah. and I feel so relieved that now when I go to a concert, I can meet people and connect with them instead of being like mentally shut off and like, uh, like a criminal introvert. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, that's, uh, it's great to see how you've overcome all that and you're doing so great now. I mean, even Big difference. When did you? When did Coke Notes officially start? Is it like a couple years old now? Yeah, we're Two? almost to three years. Okay, old. so I was close. People, actually, people who saw us on Suicide Silence, uh, uh -huh. people who saw prison on that tour, will probably know. Um, we had these little cards on the table for something called Not a Therapist, which was like the beta version of Coke Notes. I remember seeing this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. The I was trying to get a peer support tool off the ground, didn't really know how to build tech. Um, yeah, and eventually I had to replace it with Coke Notes, obviously. But yeah, I, Coke Notes we sent our first text March 1st of 2018. Oh, wow! And I remember thinking, Oh crap, I have to, I have to kill not a therapist because it won't grow. Like, once we got to 60 people using it, which is not very many, no, but. Um, it just broke. Like I needed to make something that could scale. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cope Notes is definitely better. It's a better name. <laughs> it works better. Like yeah. people might get thrown off by something called not a therapist, you know? Yeah. There, I think, I was that like your I thing too? Important rookie mistakes with not a therapist. 
For sure. I mean, it happens. It's your first time. It's you've never done this before. Yep. This hey, is completely uh, new. someone in the chat, Peppermint Poot. What a name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. If you want to just go to copenotes.com, for some reason it's not letting me type in the uh, chat. Oh, you might. Yeah, I can I can throw it in there. But yeah, just copenotes.com, uh, and that will have some information on it. Hopefully, we can talk about it in the episode, but I don't want to make it a sales pitch, you know? <laughs> I mean, you can talk. I'm down to totally talk about it a little bit. I, I definitely we'll, want it. To, we'll, we'll go back it. to it. Gradual <laughs> order of things. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, when it comes to writing, let's see, writing lyrics in the band, is that all you? Are you the lyrics, you know, or do the other guys have any kind of input sometimes? Or so do... I write all the lyrics, but it is common for me to bring uh, multiple versions of a few lines of the song mm. to the guys to see, you know, do you prefer this vocal pattern to that? Or do you prefer this thematically to that? So like 90% of the song or more, I'll come into the studio having rehearsed it a ton by myself yeah. and really gotten a cadence of like where I should breathe and how to inflect certain words. Okay. But okay. I will pretty much every song I'll come in with a few alternate lines and, and bring it to Cooper and say like, which do you think fits better? And we might even record both and then listen to both back to back in context to decide. Yeah, that's a good idea one. too. And it's great having Austin having a studio. <laughs> and also what i love i don't want this to become just an hour of me talking about how talented he is but um we'll make that another episode yeah, <laughs> what he is great at is hearing whether i he has a great ear and i'll yeah. track something and he'll say do it again and i'll say okay i don't i don't go back i don't try to challenge him He's so good at knowing whether I am doing my best or That's whether great. I could be doing better. And I've learned over time to not try to kick back and be like, no, I think it's like, dude, shut up. It's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. No, that take was good. Move on. Yeah. You just go do it. You're just like, okay. Yep. That's great. You guys obviously have like extremely really good chemistry. Just trust him, man. You yeah, you trust you have to trust your producer. Oh, for sure. And he he is he's literally one of the he's one of the best in my opinion up and coming producers. Mm -hmm. He is. He's killing it. I got to have I got to I, I got to catch up with Austin. I miss him. Last oh, yeah. time I saw him was the Adalia La La farewell show. That was the coolest oh, thing. Man. I wish I could go back to that day and night. I, was I think so, about it a lot. What was I that? was like sitting next to his parents. Were you? In the I balcony? Was just a mess. Yeah, I do. It was just so. And then when it was over, I was like, no, nah, man, do, play again. <laughs> keep, it, keep it going. Can we do this tomorrow? You know? It was wild. It was the crate. Like, that was a very, that was a very heavy month for me because. Yeah. I don't work with Unique Leader anymore, but I, at the time I was, and uh, the owner of Unique Leader passed away. Man. And yeah. So I went from, I tr I was already at a, uh, a trip booked out to California for Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. I had uh, this band Wolf King playing it. So I already had that trip booked to go out there to see them, see the fest, meet you know people, blah, blah, blah. 
Then right after that, fly straight to Florida, <laughs> stay with JB, you know, see everybody, go to the Adalia show, all of that. And then fly straight from Florida to New York, where I'm from, play a, well, obviously see family for Christmas. And then also play a show like three days before Christmas for my, my best friend's memorial show. He passed away. Holy cow. Yeah, he overdosed. It was, it sucked. Very, so it was just like, you know, so I went to Florida, see a dot, you know, well, hold on. I went to Decibel Metal and Beer Fest, flew to Florida, Naples, go to Eric's funeral, go to a Dahlia show, go to New York, practice for the show. I haven't played these songs in like 10 years and then play that show. And then obviously Christmas and then fly back to Texas. I was going for like a month. <laughs> It was just, but it was just so many different things, like so many different like ups and downs, you know, of like feeling like very happy about things and then going to obviously uh, Eric's funeral, then seeing, you know, Dahlia's last show, like these dudes that I really do love, I always believed in Adalia and Eric being someone I really looked up to and then playing my friend's memorial show, which was amazing. It was a great show because there was so many people there that I haven't seen in so long. It was wild. Mm. It was just like the biggest reunion of everyone in the scene that we all grew up together that we haven't seen in each other in like 10 something years. So it was just like insane, right? And it was just, yeah, it was, it was a emotional to even just to see all of those people because you associate memories with those people. Oh yeah, you start thinking about all of them. You know, yeah. Like, oh my God, remember this, remember that? Yeah. Remember when we did that? Remember that show? You know, it's like, oh my God, it was so much. So it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. But um, yeah, that Dahlia show, man, that was that was something. That was, I, I, it was just a wild day. I wish I, I was looking at pictures the other day, like last week from it. I was looking at all these like pictures and videos that I took, and it was fan. It was awesome. I just, Heck yeah. I hope one day they do another one. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are on that. They yeah, what do. is it like five years or something? Doing like two years, guys. <laughs> So what, what was prison's first tour? Was it Suicide Silence? Yeah. So right? we, the, which seemed <laughs> crazy because it was bigger than any tour that Dark Sermon ever did. Yeah, the it was the ten uh what was it, ten year of cleansing? Yeah. Right? Ten? Okay. Really our attitude towards touring again was like, you know, all of us had been in bands before, all of us had, you know, done the local band thing, grinded, done it, like, big time. Yeah. On labels and agents playing these beat shows for years. Like, I mean, oh, I know. Point, we had probably played, you know, five, six, eight hundred shows at that point in our career. Yeah. And we were like, okay, if we are to do another band for real, we are not doing the local band thing. So mm -hmm. if we don't, come out swinging we're not doing it because yeah. it's been too hard yeah and can't do this grind again i get yeah. it too people will disagree with that but i i get it i totally get it dude we were like, so tired and and suicide silence really threw us a bone yeah they really did i mean that it's incredible first tour i've actually met i um officially met not in person but me and eddie the singer mm -hmm. been like hanging like he streams now too he's been streaming for like a couple months i think it's been two three months so we kind of we like met through that for through twitch and then we started playing call of duty together and rogue company and stuff and okay. uh 
Yeah. So like we've like connected. I had him on here like a few weeks ago for an episode. It was great. We had a blast. He's a great guy, dude. It's like, you know, it's, but that being a first tour, man, that's, that's a hell of a tour. Dude. What I told him on that <laughs> tour was, um, the story of when I broke my elbow, I was 16. I had just gotten my driver's license. Okay. Yeah. And I, anyone who knows me knows I'm like, pretty much a goody two shoes. Like I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't steal. I do my very best to like have the utmost integrity in everything I do. Yeah. But when I was 16, I lied to my parents <laughs> and I told them that I was going to a study group. And instead I went to see all shall perish. I think it was Thrash and burn. Thrash and burn probably. Yeah. Dude. I what a tour. And I broke my elbow. So I, I like they carried me to the edge of the crowd and then there was no one behind them and they just like tossed me mm. and I broke my elbow and I went up to Eddie at the merch table and I said, Hey, I broke my elbow during your set. And he's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what to say. And then Sorry. Later, I get to tour with him. It's wild. Yeah. He's a great guy. Those are good dudes. That would be cool to see them play that record from the back every night. I would watch that every night. Dude. And I have to say, um we've toured i've toured with you know maybe 30 different headliners over the years oh yeah um they they stand out as as maybe the most kind and welcoming and accommodating and friendly headliners we've ever toured with yeah i've always heard that about them how respectful they were yeah they're very pro you could tell even when i talked to eddie and stuff and like even doing that episode with them it was just like he he's such i don't really know the other guys in the band like i've been you know getting really getting to know eddie and it's just mm-hmm. like he even just like watching his streams or we're playing games together he just makes me laugh the whole fucking time he's Bro, such a we, i mean i'm not gonna lie when i first when we first heard about the tour and we saw we looked up videos and they're smashing guitars and drums oh like, yeah oh. I hope to God they're not like too cool for school rock stars. <laughs> From day one, they were like the nicest band we've ever toured with. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, I just need to put my judgment aside. Uh, I totally prejudge them and I shouldn't have because I've always loved suicide. Oh, yeah. Same here. From the get go, dude. From their first demo, I remember hearing when I lived in California. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, what is this? Yeah. You know, just being like, what? I really like it, but I've never heard anything really like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, oh, yeah. No, that's, that's an incredible. I mean, for a first, I remember seeing you guys get announced on that tour, and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is bigger than any tour Dark Sermon has done and Adalia. I'm like, these guys are probably like, shitting their pants when they well, got we, that offer we honestly didn't even know that it was going to be as good as it was yeah and when we confirmed the tour we were like uh one of let's see five one, right yeah one of oh, yeah, five it's right there <laughs> i forgot what this play at like 6 p.m every day so we're like oh we don't know if it's even gonna be you know we don't there's know gonna be people there right away yeah and Bro, within the first week of the tour, we're like, this is literally the best tour we've ever done in our entire life. That's amazing. It on like it was our first tour and kids knew the lyrics were like piling up and singing our music on the other side of the country. I mean, our minds were blown. That's a that's incredible. 
Oh, that's awesome. Philip's a great dude. I didn't see him in chat. He said, I just wanted to say I love the Cope Notes podcast and your band prison helped me through a lot of rough times. That is what's up. Philip. Philip's the man. A lot of good people in here. Benny, everyone. So what else do I have here? Um, What are some, let's talk about, are there any newer bands out today that you, you enjoy a lot? Dude, I'm glad you asked. I always like asking this question. I try to remember to ask it. (laughs) So I always have to write it down. Because I always like, you know, I always like know, like finding out like what everyone's listening to. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I never heard of that band. So let's see. Um, what the heck? I just found that band Loser. Oh, dude. Yes. And honestly, I when yep. I first heard Loser, I was like, give me a break. This is totally <laughs> not my thing. Like, I, I just, my I got to tell you, dude, after being in music for, for 10, 15 years, you really start to get jaded. You do, man. Yeah. And my attitude when I first heard Loser was like, this is just like everything else. And then I re-stumbled upon them and I freaking love it. Yes. The bands I'm, are great. I'm trying to, oh, the 156 Silence Band. Great band from Pittsburgh. I really like. Yep. They just signed a sharp tone. I've uh, just, I've been... What else have I been listening to? Uh, Codeine King. Codeine King. Why does that sound familiar? It's a great name. Yeah. Let's see. What else? I've been listening to a lot of smaller bands lately. Oh, um, oh freaking Unity TX. Oh, yeah, dude. So yes. What's um, this Codeine King band like? I they're found kind it. of in the same vein. They're like, oh, and Deity. I think they're from Texas, too. Which band? Deity? Deity? How do you spell it? D-E-I-T-Y. Oh, are they from Texas? This kind of looks familiar. And then also, oh, Rex is cool. Oh, Cody and they're related. X-King X. Like all these oh, yeah. like heavy bands that sort of everyone slept on but are actually really sick yeah a lot of people just like kind of skipped past i've been getting extortionist lately super late past too yeah dude their latest record is great that band thanks it's it's really good you like listen to like their old record and then you throw that one on it is so much better oh last one because i could go on forever there's a band (laughs) called zero zero oh you know who zero is you know who's ben gym music oh dude ben the singer from extortionist is the singer of zero what yeah same guy no wonder <laughs> i like them dude, dude that ben guy has an amazing voice yeah he does, he has like a um i don't know a rap r&b type project called hydro gloom do you know what i'm talking have you checked it out i think truck told Hy- me about that yeah hydro is it gloom hold on why do i that's weird I feel like that's what it is. Hold on. Hydro. Chat, am I talking about, you guys know I'm talking about Hydro Gloom? Is it Gloom? Let me go to Ben's face. That sounds really familiar. Ben's a great, he's talented and he's, dude, he's still young. He's like 21. Hilo Gloom. Hilo. H-Y-L-O space Gloom. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he does that. He's extremely talented, dude. I've like watched videos of him and his like his mom will play drums and he'll play guitar and he'll sing. His mom? Yes. That's beast. Mm-hmm. 
I remember seeing a video of that and being, I was just like smiling the whole time because I was like, is this, this is incredible. What? <laughs> Ultimately, I, li I listen to mostly really big bands like yeah. Seether and Three Days Grace. And oh, yeah. Dude, I haven't listened to Seether in a minute. And stuff. But, yeah. Um, I also love the really small heavy bands that for some reason no one picked up on. And I'm like at the There's gym. There's a lot of them. Jamming my brain. Jamming out. them, right? There's a lot of them that people have literally just skipped past because I don't know if it's like, oh, they just never like get, people gave them the time of day or just like it's not the cool band. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it's I it think, is ruthless. Like it, 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 it really is, man. One thing that makes me sad about the the modern music industry, and it, maybe it was like this before, but I wasn't a part of it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, in the last 15 years, I've unfortunately learned that being good almost doesn't even earn you anything. It really doesn't. It's Not like even merit based. Mm -mm. I feel like band, you have to have like some cool names, some cool merch. You gotta like fit in what you gotta like rip off merch from bands that are like cool and hip you know what i'm saying and it's like then you'll get like recognized it doesn't matter that your music's like really fucking good <laughs> yeah it's and it's just, really upsetting bro it seems to me like we've you know when i was growing up all that mattered is would you listen to a song a thousand times in a row exactly and yes. now it seems like well, is the visual cool and do the members look like they're supposed to? And a lot of it, I, I don't mean to crap on visual art. I think it's important, but it is, yeah. I feel like we have strayed away from the core of music, which is, is this a good song? I Thanks. feel like not enough bands or labels ask themselves that question. Yeah, no, you're right. And even like, like if it's good music, then just why don't I mean like it and go? I don't know. Give it the time of day. Some people will not give a band the time of day because their art sucks, which I've been guilty of too. Which I I've seen band you know seen like lame art. And I'm like I don't like it. what is that? You know what I'm saying? Or like the band name is kind of like I don't like the name. But yeah. then sometimes I'm like let me just listen to it right, and then I'm like oh wow this is really good. You get schooled. Yeah, you're like fuck this is this is real good. And it's like, then you start telling your friends, like, you know, I'll start telling my friends about these bands. I'm like, oh, that, that name is so whack. Or like that artwork is so lame. And I'm like, just listen to it. And then yeah. they're like, holy shit, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, I'm like some bands, you know, may just need some help with their art direction. You know what I'm saying? Some bands maybe didn't have the money to like get something good made. It happens. Yeah. And I've, I've always liked helping bands in that aspect. Like, Hey, listen, these are my ideas. You could take them, you can leave them, yeah. whatever you want with them. This is how I feel. And sometimes bands are like, you're right, that's a good idea. And then they execute it and it's like, great. But yeah, there's a lot of bands that get swept under the rug because this, the, you know, art sucks, name sucks or whatever the case may be. And it's not the cool thing. People don't give it the time of the day, time of yeah. day. Oh, I see a question in the chat. Oh, uh, shit. oh Philip, did... you're going wild. Did Johnny make Coke notes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. Well, that was your whole idea, right? That this is, is the company strictly you? Do you have like an assistant or anything that helps out? Oh yeah. We have a team. Like I have, uh, it, so what Austin or Cooper is to me in prison, 
Matt, our chief technology officer, is to me in Coke Notes. Like I could not do what I do without uh-huh. Matt making sure that we have a system that is like privacy compliant, secure, and oh consistent. yeah, all that stuff, right? Yeah, he definitely um, has helped make sure that uh, nothing explodes in the middle of the night. And then we contract out a lot of work. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. What's going on, Nick? Damn, Philip with these subs today. You're a great guy. Thank you so much, Philip. He's a sweetheart. Oh, man. So tell us more about Cope Notes. Let's tell the people about Cope Notes. Let's go into it. Yeah. So if you are watching this and curious, you can go to copenotes.com and school yourself. Um, if you do want to hear uh, a little, oh, my word, big buddy Nick just. Put- oh, you know, Nick? Ear task for life in reference to a sinking ship. This fool. Oh man! Oh, yeah. He's on my Wikipedia right now. He's on my. He knows you. Wait, do you yeah. know who Nick is? You no, know? I don't think so. Uh, but maybe I do. That's awesome. Thank he's... you so much for even caring about <laughs> what teenage Johnny wanted to write about. <laughs> he is in the Tampa scene. What? What's That's your band awesome. again, Nick? I can't remember band names sometimes. TWBR. There will be roofing supplies. <laughs> From the embrace currently. What was oh, your... okay. This okay. will be remembered. <laughs> what is that? Is that is that your is that Nick's old band? I don't know. Oh, is he referring to? I don't know either. <laughs> so enigmatic. What Roofer's got a roof. <laughs> Preach. I'm just curious. Are you still straight edge? And why have you be? Why have you became straight? Why did you become straight edge? Yeah, <laughs> I am still clean and sober. Have been my whole life. Oh, you and, have been your whole life. Oh yeah, I've never tried. Oh, okay. Or anything before, and it's the the short version is um, drugs and alcohol. If you could see what they did in my family, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that anyone who watches drugs and alcohol affects someone they love up close. Yeah, it's not like I'm some genius, noble. Like a lot of people are like, "Wow, you must have crazy willpower," and it's like, no. All that happened was that I. You know, if you saw someone fall off a cliff, you wouldn't get on the cliff. And I just happened to see people fall off the proverbial cliff. So I've yeah. been so my whole life and um, I don't I don't expect that to ever change. I also think that when you're living with uh, mental health diagnoses, yeah. you have more of a reason to not partake in drugs and alcohol because um, mm-hmm. the whole goal is to regain control of your mental and emotional health and uh drugs and alcohol don't really help you achieve that goal that's true no that's great i i did not know about i didn't know about that about you that's awesome dylan is on fire yo by seven-year-old my seven-year-old with autism loves prison his favorite song is rate me i've actually talked to you guys about him before i just accidentally came across his stream and i'm hyped oh that's that is awesome dylan if your name is dylan that's great Nice to meet you. Thank you for finding the stream. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. You're seven. Year- wow. Is Dude, that your youngest I- fan? <laughs> you 
might, I'm not sure if I did this at the Texas show, but typically for the last song, we, uh, we ask for who the youngest person in the crowd is and we bring them up on stage and have them do their first stage dive. Yeah. We've had like five-year-olds do stage dives before. Five-year-olds? Um, we have everyone like chant their name and it's this whole thing in their pants. Yeah. Like, it's like the most wholesome what? thing you've ever seen. That is awesome. Are there any video? There has to be some videos. Oh, yeah. Online, oh, yeah. right? Awesome. It's like my favorite part of the whole show. Or if there's no real young kids there, yeah, we will, um, we will say, like, raise your hand if you've never done a stage dive before. And like, perfect. Your hands. And then we have, we stop playing. We have everybody come up on stage. Get out. First stage dive <laughs> all at once when we start the last song. Holy shit. It's bananas. That is so awesome. <laughs> that's so rad i love that i gotta bring my son to a show of yours in the next five years he'll be seven then <laughs> that's awesome do it thank you bass boombox for the bits oh Angel. wait we, we didn't even freaking I, I didn't even explain what cope notes was. Yeah, yeah yeah let's go back to, <laughs> it um, happens but that's what happens when there's a good chat exactly yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah that's why with these episodes it's like they can go everywhere man that's why a lot of people are like well what are we talking about exactly i'm like yo we're just gonna hang out you know <laughs> i'm gonna ask some stuff you know we're gonna bring up you know what i'm saying and like chat will ask some things and we'll you know answer some questions maybe it'll be a question for me or the both of us and we're just gonna hang that's all that's all it yeah. is it's it's this is different i want to do this differently <laughs> but anyway yes let's go back to cope notes please Okay. Um, yeah, still... Cope Notes, like I was mentioning earlier, if you want the whole story, you can go to copenotes.com. Lots yeah. of info there. But essentially, um, you know how, or I don't know, you might not know, but if you've ever tried to utilize mental health services, you know that um, a lot of services only focus on crisis and now yeah. you you're not in crisis. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are expensive, but you don't have the money to see a therapist once a week. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them are really inconvenient. Like you don't know what your schedule is going to be like in a month. So it's hard to book an appointment. A lot of tools are, um, they'll like compromise your privacy. So yeah. they're like download an app. They, that app creator has access to, in many cases, like what you say near your phone, what you Google, what you text people, like there's wow. a bunch of weird privacy crap. And I wanted to create something that could basically be one small thing a day that could help somebody grow in the right direction. So in a sense, right? Cope Notes uses daily text messages to help improve mental and emotional health over time for people with or without diagnoses. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely better because you're not, it's not an app. Yeah, that's the actually you know, the hardest part to explain. It's literally just a text message. You're just getting texts. You, you don't download anything. You don't make an account. There's no software updates, no passwords. It's just like you have a text thread with your friend or family member. Look at all these subs. Dude, Philip's wild sometimes, bro. <laughs> no. I've seen it. You're going wild, Philip. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. No. Thank you so much, though. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> You're a beast, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Twitch is great, dude. You should get involved. I don't know. You should. We could talk about it someday. It's been a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, man. It's like, it's kind of been like a, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like kind of like, in a, it, it's been helping me for sure. 
this year. Like I've also gone back into video games and obviously and stuff and, you know, still working out and whatnot, but, um, mm-hmm. it's been, Twitch has been great. I mean, honestly, for my mental health, I, I met a lot of great people. I have a discord server with a lot of cool ass people in there that we were always chatting and shit, you know, showing each other music, just music or talking about life or whatever. And then streaming, doing these episodes, you know, this podcast and then other streams, you know, just me playing video games or whatever, or just chatting with people, uh, watching music videos or checking out, you know, people's music, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, whatnot. So it's been, it's, it's fun. I mean, you can do anything you really want on Twitch for the most part, you know, as long as it's not bad or, you know, crap like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, definitely when I have time <laughs> one day I will, i'm sure i will sell coke notes to like some healthcare like insurance company or something that can actually distribute this to a bajillion people oh yeah because um, i don't see myself being a healthcare executive i'm like a founder like yeah I start a company grow it to the point where we can hand it off to someone who like i don't want to have like a thousand employees and, and wear a suit and stuff like yeah that. that's not you that's right someone else's job i did want to invent something and hand it to that person and gotcha. after i do that I would love to do something like this because this is a lot of fun. It is, man. It's it's honestly great. And you meet a lot of cool people. I Like I said, I've literally met me and my friends like Joel and a bunch of people have met a lot of cool people through literally just Twitch. Holy crap. Philip. <laughs> is this? Well, don't don't spend the rest of the interview explaining to me how it works. I'm going to have to Google this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, we'll talk. I, we could talk about it another time. Whenever you, you feel like, hey, Dan, you know, hit me up and be like, Dan how does this thing work what do i need to do it and i will literally give you the rundown and even introduce you to a couple people that will be able to help out as well so sick it's not hard it's really not hard you just need some certain things i think also i'm seeing some people say like if johnny makes a twitch um we do have there is something called the cope notes podcast i'm not sure if you're familiar but um, we have interviewed some people who have been on this podcast. We've interviewed some people or this show. Um, and we've also interviewed some people who haven't been on the show. Uh, oh, okay. where is the, where is the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's everywhere. Or, or you could go to copenotes.com slash podcast. If, oh, if you okay. are, let me throw that in here for everybody. Okay. Copenotes.com slash podcast. Yeah. And then there's links to like Spotify and, um, Oh, she's on the set right now. Awesome. Yeah, I gotta listen to more podcasts. Sometimes I fall behind. Here, yeah, I just pulled it up on Spotify right now. Oh yeah, I gotta let me follow this real quick. There we go. I need to dive into that. I need to start listening to more podcasts. We're taking Sh- a break from um from the podcast because it's been uh, too busy. Well, yeah, like at the end of so without getting too far into it yeah has like government contracts and we work with okay these like women's shelters um homeless shelters we work with the foster youth yeah um, like all of these underprivileged underserved communities and end of year is like when federal aid is expiring at the end of every fiscal year so yeah i know basically the last two or three months of every year is like crunch time so i'm putting the podcast on pause so we can round that out and then i'll revisit it next year but there's like 40 episodes dude there's a lot 
And you, do, do you do all of them? Are you? I'm the host of all the host, of them. right? Yeah. The, the coolest interview that we did would probably be, we got to interview Brian from Corn, like Brian Head Welch. Oh, wow. Did you? It was, his insight was wild. Here it is. Yeah. So cool. From April. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm a huge Corn fan. Me and too. I love, I always loved, I always loved Brian like Bro, growing up. Honestly, Corn was one of the first bands that actually like threw us a bone and gave us a time of day. Like, like really? Silence. they were the first ones to actually listen and be like, this is legit. Let, let wow. me belong to some people. That's crazy. That's all, I want to do, all I want to do is, you know how Riff Raff is like, all I want to do is blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Yeah. <laughs> all I want to do is blow up and be the biggest band in the world and then leverage that for the sake of all these little bands that we just talked about that like. Exactly. Yes. Huge and then put all these bands on. Yeah. Just take them out with you. That's what I would love. Like that more bigger than I've, I've been saying for so long, like these bigger bands, like they all need to just be like, Tell their fucking agents and managers like, no, nah, this is what we're doing. This is we're taking these guys out. This small band, we don't care. You don't. We don't care that you don't care. We care. Take these guys yeah. out. They're on the tour. Let's go. At you a know? certain point, like what? yo, think about corn. Do they need a big opener? No. It's it's gonna draw fifteen thousand people either way. Yeah, people are gonna see corn on tour coming to your city August seventeenth. Okay, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like that band will forever sell tickets until they're done touring until they're done slipknot same way doesn't matter who's below these bands you could take yep. out four they do slipknot and three local bands like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like a band that's never played a show before ticket still sells <laughs> doesn't matter man yeah nikki's like they don't uh, nick's nikki wow call you nikki holy crap sorry nick corn doesn't need any opener no they don't but you know hey bring out the, these young guns oh dude i just saw it. it's about to be 4 30 and i have a 4 30 yes i know i was gonna yes yeah, sorry yes no you're fine philip thank you again for that everybody listen check out cope notes copenotes.com check out prison obviously i'm sure you guys know who the heck prison is go listen to their new single Johnny, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for taking time out of your day to do this. I had a blast. I'm sure we'll do it again. We'll get you and Austin on. We'll get the whole band on here next time. How about that? that next awesome. year, we'll do it. And the last thing I want to say, this yes. is just 23 people who are online. Uh, we haven't announced this to anybody yet. What's up? Prison has a new song coming out December 11th. Oh, another. Nice. Just for you guys. Fuck it's not yeah. on social media. We haven't told anybody about it yet. New Hell song yeah. December 11th. Um, if you don't, follow us on Spotify and socials so you are the first person to hear it. Yes, awesome. December 11th. That's what's up. All right, Johnny. Everyone, we're going to go raid somebody. We're going to pretty much bring everybody from this stream to another. Uh, Johnny, I'll let you go so you can go do your meeting. Again, thank you so much. Have a good meeting and the rest of your day, man. I'll talk to you All soon. All right, my friends. Take care. Later, bro. Bye. All right, everyone. Now, thank you so much for hanging out. Let me go to another screen. There we go. Hey, it's me. Awesome. Yo, yeah, Johnny's the fucking man. I wish he could have gone for longer, but he has he's meetings all day. He's a busy guy. And yo, Philip, you're a sweetheart. I hope we can meet one day. Is Young Gun streaming? Yo, I'm going to have Young Gun. 
he's going to do one of these episodes with me on um we haven't announced it yet but since you brought up young gun and we'll probably raid young gun it's going to be on um december 3rd around 6 p.m central time so uh it's not announced yet but it will be in like a week or so uh my next episode before we raid is with riley the singer from a legion on november 24th at 3 p.m central 4 p.m eastern and then november 29th it's not announced yet either tyler from traders tyler shelton all you guys know who the fuck tyler is he's going to be on here so that'll be announced very soon uh next week actually so anyway let's go are we going to go raid young gun I'm glad you guys, too. I'm glad you all tuned in. And Philip, again, thank you for the subs, man. It means a lot. I hope a lot of those people that you gifted subs to, I noticed a lot of their names. So that that's awesome as well. Peppermint, yeah, Legion rules. And Riley is the freaking man. So with that, yeah, like I said, let's go, let's go raid Young Gun. Let me start this thing up. Where is he? Young Gun. If you guys don't know who Young Gun is... He is a sweetheart, Riley is, and Young Gun is as well. If you don't know who Young Gun is, you're about to find out who he is right now. Um, he is a great fucking guy. Yes, what Joel said, thanks for tuning in. Um, oh shit, I already started <laughs> I already started it with Young Gun. Next one, uh, next week's I'll raid Bash. <laughs> anyway, thank you everybody. Uh, like I said, Riley from Allegiant next week. Anyway, let's go raid the homie. Hey, <laughs>